Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Oh man, John McClain, the general, he coming up right now. Everybody line up, line up everybody. Stand up straight, make sure you fit your hat, fix your collar. Don't be looking all like that, man. The general coming. Make sure you don't talk back to him, man. Here he come. John McClain in the building, playoff edition. Texans, AFC South, division champions. How about that, John? How about that? We we thought maybe there would be a, a small chance that Tennessee uh, would beat the Jags, some more than others, but it happened, and the Texans are AFC South division champs. I think it is unbelievable. I never thought about it, never considered Texans in the playoffs. I picked them to go 6-11 and 11 for the second year in a row. Last year they got half of that. It's such a testimonial to everybody over there, uh, starting with the McNairs, Nick Casario, D'Amico Ryan, C.J. Stroud, and a lot of other players. So it's going to be fun. Wild card game again. Shockingly, the early game on Saturday, I was stunned when I saw that. As a fan, I actually like it because you can watch all the other oh, games. Oh, it's the best. You know, if you have them play on Sunday, you just rule out every Sunday game. But I tell you what. They're already talking about Flacco coming home to Baltimore in the divisional round. In Cleveland, they're talking about Flacco going back to Baltimore in the divisional round. And I'm not I don't blame them. I mean, they walloped the Texans in that game on Christmas. It was a little Eve. bit of a difference. It was, no. but uh it's it wouldn't surprise me at all if the Texans don't pull the upset. So do pull the upset. I, I mean, how many different times can you say, you know that CJ Stroud fellow is pretty good? But he did reach another level, uh, given the the circumstance of that game. Correct? I mean, oh yeah. yeah, he's got that was the biggest game of his career, his brief career here, biggest game since he played against Georgia in the semifinals. But a um, couple of plays, you know, throwing deep on first down was great. A lot of players throw d- deep. It was on the play where he ran around and threw to Nico on the right sideline. It was the most incredible, and. Uh, and people still can't get over it. I watched uh, CJ on uh, Pat McAfee on Monday, and uh, they were just talking about it before he came on there. Everybody was. Clint Sterner thinks he was throwing it away. Yeah, I don't think that for a second. I thought at the time no he was, but uh, he's got a good enough arm. It. I think he said that. If he yeah. wanted to throw it away, he would have thrown it away. I thought when he originally threw it, he said he saw Nico just turning right, and he threw it to the spot. And because Nico's a great receiver – he went out and got it. If he'd been throwing it away, it'd have been a terrible pass, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. He didn't even get close to being out. 
Landry Locker, uh, John Lopez, Figgy Fig with you here on Houston Sports Leader Sports Radio 610. So, D'Amico Ryans had that national stage. He had a winner-go-home game. It was before the Coach of the Year ballots uh, are are turned in or before they should be. I don't know the process. You know it better than I. I, I would personally vote for Kevin Stefanski with D'Amico Ryans second place and now Steichen at third. Do you think perhaps that big stage, though, helped D'Amico Ryans? I think it helped him. It helped Stroud more because there's a lot of p- people like Peter King talking about Puka Nakua uh, should be rookie of the year over Stroud. That was last week. And, you know, one, I can't remember who told me this, but it's a great point. What's a tougher position for a rookie to master? Wide receiver or quarterback? Of course, quarterback. And Stroud's going to win it. And I think he's going to run away with it. I'd vote for uh, D'Amico, but I think Stefanski had it wrapped up before because they've had a lot of injuries. Nick Chubb, their top three offensive tackles are on IR, and then they've been through four quarterbacks with Flacco, of course. Make you wonder why didn't they sign Flacco sooner. And uh, so I think D'Amico's going to finish second. And I can't find anybody who's done a better job than Casario. And uh, he didn't get a lot of love on that. I hope he gets more uh, for what he's done. He should be executive of the year. Will Anderson had a chance mm-hmm. to be defensive player, rookie of the year, but I think that he could hardly move because of his ankle. I think that'll hurt him. And uh, there's a big push being made by for Rams defensive tackle Kobe Turner because Jalen Carter's performance has dropped down. I wrote a column about that last week. It was Will's chance to really step up and get those votes, but he just wasn't able to because of his ankle injury. We often talk about don't ignore in victory, you know, what you would not ignore in defeat. They got crushed by the run. Like, they got destroyed. And it was Jonathan Taylor, so clearly that's a different category. But against the Browns, they don't have a couple of chumps back there. They got pretty good back. Jerome Ford, Kareem Hunt. They totally shut down the Browns two weeks ago. And uh, I think, you know, Grenard and Will Anderson are really good against the run, but they got other linemen. D'Amico asked him again yesterday if he felt the same way, if he was worried about his run defense, considering how pathetic they were, considering how great they'd been up to that game. And he talked about tackling. And then in the fourth quarter, they made some kind of schematic change and totally shut down the the uh, Colts running game in the fourth quarter. So I'm guessing, just like the last game, the running game is going to be shut down. It's going to come, come between the young quarterback and the old quarterback, I'm writing a column about them tomorrow, how Stroud was in was seven years old when uh, uh, Flacco was in his first year. Mm. Seven years old. How about that? John McClain with us here on In the Loop Sports Radio 610. It, it feels like uh, Joe Flacco is becoming kind of a folk hero in Cleveland. It, it feels like that. There's there's a couple of things. First of all, he's rallied the team. That's that's yes. obvious. The on-field success speaks for itself. But it also feels like there's kind of like a uh, ha, 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 uh, the Baltimore Ravens quarterback is leading us on a playoff race type of element to it as well. That's kind of fascinating. It is fascinating, and people are fired up about the possibility that the Browns wacko for Flacco and he's going to go to Baltimore. And He's been a great playoff quarterback when he was with the Ravens in their Super Bowl year. He had 11 touchdowns, no interceptions, and was Super Bowl MVP. But, you know, he's thrown a lot of interceptions. He's going to get a different Texans team, mm-hmm. even with Grenard and Will is out again, and Will Anderson Jr. Uh, still can't play anywhere near what he's capable of. 
it's going to be a different team. I'm pretty sure Mari Cooper won't have the same kind of game. It was just those two players, and it was big. Now, Joku hurt him, but, man, Cooper had those two long receptions, one for a touchdown, two touchdowns overall. But he is a folk hero. Everybody likes him. Everything he talks about is funny. Mm-hmm. It's like he doesn't take himself too seriously. Said two weeks ago, he didn't know what he was making because he had never asked his agent. It's almost like he played for free. Well, he made $150 million already. Yeah. When he signed after the Super Bowl, you talk about perfect timing. He signed the biggest contract in history. It was quickly surpassed by Aaron Rodgers. But he turns 39 a week from today. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, he's living large at this point of his career. I think all that time off and all that inactivity probably helped him. And uh, he stayed in shape playing pickleball. And his arms looks to be as strong as ever. You know, and you've consistently said, and I don't necessarily think that this is a bad opinion. I think it's interesting what could happen. You've consistently said, well, they're going to go back to Deshaun Watson. He makes too much money. They gave him this contract. But, dude, if if, if the Browns win this game and he moves on, let's say another shocker or whatever, even if he doesn't, it's chaos in Cleveland. I've been told by everybody I know, he covers a team and and done it forever, said Flacco can win the Super Bowl and Watson will be the quarterback. What Flacco <laughs> you want to be talk doing, about being set up that, for, that's for failure. Chaos, but Watson, can you imagine? Say Flacco was still on the team, first time Watson threw an interception. Oh. Everybody would want Flacco. Oh, it's ridiculous. And the fact that he's, he's 39 and uh, you know, I don't see anybody going out and signing him to be the starting quarterback. I think he'll just be – a guy that goes in as a bridge for somebody. Uh, but, man, what an incredible story. Just like C.J. Stroud is an incredible story for a different reason. John McClain with us here on In the Loop on Sports Radio 610. Landry Locker, John Lopez, uh, Figgy Fig with you. So, Nico Collins, he had a, he had a big day. Uh, that, that goes without saying. 195 yards, uh, nine receptions, and, and the touchdown on the first play of the game. They're going to need more than – two catches for 11 yards from the rest of the receiving core when you face a team like Cleveland. Is that fair to say? It's fair to say. I think it's imperative, and they didn't get it. You know, I, John Matchie does a really good job of blocking, but he hasn't helped his receiver. Uh, Xavier Hutchinson's been better running the ball than he has been as a receiver. I thought Dalton Schultz stepped up on that winning drive. And uh, I, drive I 10, yes. Brevin Jordan uh, would have gotten some more targets, but uh, – it yes, and I think during the draft, I don't think it'll be a first round because this draft is really deep and talented receivers. Wouldn't surprise me if they go in the second round with a receiver. That way, they would have they would have Collins and Dell and the rookie, and that would and then they. I'm then I'm not sure what. There's they some work good on. goods, Ben. There are some good goods when it there comes sure to the is. receiver in that in that in those first two yeah. days of the draft. Some real good goods. Mm-hmm. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. So you mentioned it. Will Anderson, I think you said... Could hardly walk. Uh, Jonathan Grenard, who knows? Jerry Hughes got hurt. How the hell are they going to put pressure on this guy? Well, they didn't put any pressure on him the last time. One time, Well, he that did, doesn't bode well. One time he rolled out and showed he can still move and then completed the pass down the field. I feel better about their run defense bouncing back in a big way like it played in the fourth quarter. I think they had 25 yards on 11 carries than I do about getting pressure without Bernard and Anderson. And you don't want Blacko to have time in the pocket. Hopefully they can get a push from the tackles. Rankins and Collins and uh, Khalil Davis, they can get a push up there. And Derek Barnett, I tell you, he has 16 pressures. I just playing well. He is, he's playing for money. Played really that well against a, the Browns, by the way. So Derek a, Barnett is the key. There is a lot of guys. What, what? Will Anderson, Jonathan Grenard, oh, Jerry on, Hughes Lord. on this team. Playing, <laughs> I'm asking. Playing for money. Nico Collins. That he'll get an, he'll get an extension from Nick Casario. Then you got all these guys on one year deals okay, playing what? for contracts. They're gonna give him an extension already. Nico, yeah, they're not gonna let him let his contract no, expire let it play next out. year. Let it play no out. Way. Let it play out. Uh-uh. Then let, let it play out. Then he could leave as a free agent if you didn't. Franchise him, but you might want to franchise somebody else. You get the deal. We can figure that Plus, out. Plus, if he had another great season, it'd cost more money. Yeah, well, Plus, if you have what money, if he had a Titus I'd Howard season? What yeah. if you had a Titus money Howard this season? year, you're not going to have next what year. What if he had a Titus Howard season? Well, he's, Titus never had the kind of season Nico's having. Yeah, I know. But, but you can say that about anybody. Uh, Signs a big contract and gets hurt. Well, no. I mean, well, Titus it, was, Howard it, it wasn't have, good. It wasn't good when he was on the field. Jack squat to do. With Nico Collins. Top five highest paid right tackle in the league. Doesn't have jack squat to do with Nico Collins. I, I don't know that there's a hurry to extend yet. Do you I'd, hear Landry jack squat? I'd extend him in a heartbeat. Yeah, I would. I, uh, I don't know. I don't so, know. anyway. He's Maybe. Gonna, why not? He's going to get an extension. Okay. And, so, um, there you go. You heard it here first. Breaking get, news. Can we tweet that out? Figure? Because John McClain yeah, reports. Yeah, put that out there. John, yeah, McClain, John McClain reports. reports Nico Collins will we'll get, get an, an extension. extension. There yeah. you go. Um, I wonder who's going to Five minutes later. Actually, I'm going <laughs> to... I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna I'm gonna be here. Here's the uh, here's the official report. Here's the official report. Per sources, yes. uh, Nico Collins will get a report. Here, I'm gonna do a Jeremy Fowler ESPN yeah. report. You ready for this? I'm ready. You ready for this? Kick it to me. Kick it to me. Kick it to me. All right, now let's go to Jeremy Fowler with uh, the latest. Uh, yes, uh, my sources tell me that Nico Collins could sign an extension with the Texans, or he could not. He could hit free agency. <laughs> could also be franchise tagged, or he could also just retire from the NFL. That's my report. Back or to you, Or he could fellas. get traded. Or he could get, he traded. get traded. There you go. I'm Jeremy Fowler, ESPN. I never use the word source ever. I just say it. I'm always right. You never. I do never. Or have. I don't do it very often anymore. I just. I never do. I never did it for the Chronicle. Never mm-hmm. did it. 
anywhere. Don't do it anywhere now. I feel like you got a little playoff uh, glow to you. Like you, 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 you said that be, last week. You do though, man. Like you're, you're in what the mix. What does a playoff glow look like? Just, just pep it just, I, you got a pep in your step. You're asking more questions. You, you, I mean, maybe it's because you've lost so much weight. We'll get to soda in a sec. We'll tell people how you can uh, do that as well. But it just, it just feels like you got a. You got a lot of you got that playoff glow. I, I feel like you. You guys better too because it's oh, the we, best time of the year. I stay glowing, brother. It is. Uh, <laughs> hey, you, yeah, hey, because get on you my spend level, all sir. that you spend all that money on makeup and nah, hell, all shoot, those I things wish. for your complexion. I wish with my Pete Davidson. That's why you look so young? <laughs> I wish with my Pete Davidson ass eyes. I should be pushing Taco Bell right now. I I I just think that I, I just think that you got tired of covering a loser. Covering losers and covering incompetent slime balls like the POS and uh, jerks like Bill O'Brien. Like I, I just feel like this is like, I, I, I feel like you just have a little glow about you, John. It's fun to go to NRG Stadium again. It's the most fun since Gary Kubiak was here because even when O'Brien was winning, they were always fighting over there. So much infighting, backstabbing, negativity, and I used to dread going over. And the last two years, I dreaded going over because they're losing so much but now it's fun it's fun going in it's going into the stadium and doing interviews and listening how excited everybody is and not just in the personnel department but in the administrative department all those people that work under uh, greg grissom they're pumped as well what is yeah great yeah i guess so john what is this compared to in the history of houston football because in the with the texans like when kubiak came in and i've said the same thing with with landry that i this is the best vibe so to speak that i felt since kubiak but his was a gradual improvement like i think they went eight and eight well, everybody and wanted gary fired yeah when they won their finally got to the playoffs in 2011 yeah. mcnair said he'd give him one more season and it paid off but and there's never been anything I mean, i'm trying to rack my brain on like the oilers you know some over oh, the oilers when earl campbell arrived in 78 that's gotta be it nothing right? like it yeah that's gotta be it that was the dawn of a Earl new, Campbell, new era, E-R-A, not E-R-R-O-R. Yeah. Landry Locker, John Lopez, uh, Figgy Fig with you. John McClain with that playoff glow around here. And not only does he got that playoff glow, he shed a lot of pounds with soda weight loss. John, tell the people about that, and then we'll get to world-famous McClain leg hike. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. John McClay said, Fuck you, Fraggy. All right, world famous McLean leg hiking here on In the Loop on Sports Radio 610. Concept very simple. We throw takes at John McClain, not necessarily our own. Let me make that clear. Not necessarily our own. God, no. He either agrees <laughs> or he hikes the leg. If Bobby Slowick's offered the Carolina head coaching job, he should take it. I get Figgy. He's not stupid. He'll have more offers next year. He needs another year as a play caller. Bobby Slowick will be an NFL head coach next year. I agree. Not necessarily. I think he'll be like D'Amico, Kevin O'Connell. They interview, and then they come back and say, no, I need another year. And I think as long as Stroud's there, they're going to get better, 
and yeah. he might have better offers. C.J. Stroud's the best quarterback in Houston Texans history. Oh, well, of course he is. Absolutely. All right. Wow. I thought I was going to get hyped up. <laughs> Amari Cooper will have at least 150 yards receiving on Saturday. I get Figgy. Oh, I wow. think if they don't do anything else, they're going to not let Amari Cooper have the kind of game he had Sunday. Doug- the- Christmas Eve. World-famous McLean leg hiking here on In the Loop on Sports Radio 610. Doug Peterson's the fourth best coach in the AFC South. Um, Absolutely. And next year, he's going to be on a red-hot seat because of the way they folded this year. Nick Casario will go back to the Patriots after this season. Hike it, Figgy. <laughs> it's amazing. I started hearing that. He's going after the draft. He's gone. Yeah. And uh, I tried to tell the people up there because – People in New England can't understand why anybody wouldn't want to come there. Of course. And Nick's not stupid. And uh, uh, so, uh, and now it's all out again. And uh, Nick isn't going to New England. Man, I tell you what, uh, and and I'm sure he's got, New England's obviously got a special place to his heart. But just from being there for like four days, it would be a rough rebuild and they would think you're an absolute idiot. Oh, you talking uh, about, yeah, the fans. They are yeah. so down on the Patriots right now. They're, yeah. they're still showing up, but they they think they suck. Uh, th- there's people saying, I don't support those losers. It's like, <laughs> man, give them a little bit of a that's break. The, that's the fourth worst <laughs> team in that city. <laughs> yeah. Jim Harbaugh will be in the NFL. I agree. He's coming. He's gone out in style. Next year, if he stays, he could be suspended again. They lose a lot of players. So it's a perfect storm for him Win the national Championship, then try to win a Super Bowl. I still think the job that he'll want would be the Chargers. He told us that he was leaving yesterday at the podium. I, I think people just missed it, but he he one hundred percent told us. Like some people were hanging on to what he said at Van Pelt with like the practice schedule as proof. No, he told us because he said Michigan was innocent. Like up to that point, he wouldn't even address it. He wouldn't say anything because he'd already been punished on it. And I think there was probably like an agreement. Hey, you don't talk about this crap. We're giving you. You're going no. back. He he came out and said we're innocent. Season's over. He's gone. Well, I he's thought, gone. He I, told you that he's gone. To add to that, at least he didn't say they're innocent. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I thought to add to that when he said, uh, you know, they were asking him about it. He said, "Can I at least have? Can I yeah. at least enjoy this?" So that's basically saying, after I enjoy this, yes. But I'm, can I at least have that? Um, John McClain, in an upcoming column, will use the nickname Harris County when describing oh, Christian Harris. On. Don't do it. Uh, I get Biggie. <laughs> Thank you. I've never used it, and I won't use it. Come Thank on, you very man. much. Come yeah. on, man. Thank you so much. Please, please, please do not. <laughs> you see, now you like it. You like it. I can tell. Gardner Minshew was doo-doo on, Sunday, on Saturday night. Absolutely he was. He, he was terrible. And you know what? I felt bad for Tyler Goodson. Yeah, he should have caught the pass. But if Vince should put it anywhere where he's supposed to, uh, he, I'm not saying he wouldn't have still dropped it. But, man, I, th- I blame Minshew more. Don't call that damn Goodson. play. It was Marshawn Lynch-like. Of course you don't call that play. That's the you thing. put it in the hands of a quarterback who's having a bad game with a running back who had six catches. Yes, it was open, but so what? Exactly. Uh, if C.J. Stroud had won his, quote, Georgia game last year, but then responded like Michael Penix did last night, he wouldn't have been the number two pick. Uh, well, if he'd have won Georgia and then he'd have lost, he'd have and then later <clears> been mediocre. Now, I think, hike it, Figgy. 
I think the fact that he played at the Ohio State in such a big-time program, so many people saw him in big games, 100,000 fans, I think he still would have been the second pick. C.J. Stroud walking into work today with the remains of Michigan winning a national championship is going to add to his motivation this Saturday <laughs> at that stadium. <laughs> Hike it, Piggy. A lot of hikes. I think he doesn't want him. He doesn't give a rat's ass about Michigan. Other than he okay. hates it, that, he hates that they won the school up north. But he is zeroed in on the tech, on the Texans game against the Browns and trying to do what Case Keenum and Davis Mills couldn't do, which is beat Joe Flacco and the Browns. Even though the Texans play the first game, if they win, they should pack their bags for Baltimore because they're going to Baltimore. I think they're going to Baltimore. Yes. Rematch the first game of the season, Stroud versus Jackson. That won't be early game. Steelers don't have T.J. Watt. Miami, who knows, uh, with the Chiefs. I, I just don't see them going. And it's going to be zero degrees, I believe, yeah. at yeah. Arrowhead. Speaking of Arrowhead, the Miami Dolphins will upset the Kansas City Chiefs. Hi, you, Piggy. I don't think the Dolphins, based on what we've seen against them lately and them, Against uh, good teams as a prayer of beating the Chiefs, who are not as good as they've been in the past. And Mahomes is not playing very well. He's distracted by all his bad receivers, except for Sue Rice. And, uh, but I think Kansas City and Andy Reid will pull out that game. Of all the players uh, that are on the injury report, no one is more important to get back than Jonathan Grenard. Absolutely, because he's our leading pass rusher. They need him desperately. And, you know, he's been hurt every year. If he's And he wants big contract, obviously. Do you give a big contract to a guy who's had injuries every year? Mm-hmm. And he has. So it might actually help the Texans keep him, these injuries he's had at the most crucial time of the season. The Browns game between the Browns and Texans was an example of the biggest blessing in disguise that the Texans have experienced Outside of getting C.J. Stroud at two. Allow me to explain. C.J. Stroud didn't play, so the Browns didn't get a look at him. On the other hand, the Browns, their offense played as good as they possibly could against D'Amico Ryan's defense, which means now D'Amico has a blueprint of what that looks like. So at the time, it felt like the division was out of control. You ended up winning the division, and you have the advantage that D'Amico has of the blueprint, while the Browns haven't even faced C.J. Stroud Blessing in disguise the last time these teams met. Can you repeat that? No. <laughs> sure. Not. Sure, not. why not? Probably not. The, the, the Browns' defense is unbelievable, of course. There's a good chance Miles Garrett is going to win Defensive Player of the Year over Micah Parsons, C.J. Watts. Breaking news from Sports Radio 610 is presented. BetQL. Smarter bets start with BetQL. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today. I am glad you're here for this. Adam Schefter reporting. The Tennessee Titans have fired head coach Mike Vrabel. What a mistake that is. Everybody in the AFC South should be so happy that Vrabel is out of the division. I thought he did his best coaching job this season with a terrible offensive line, no receivers other than Hopkins losing Jeffrey Simmons, playing a rookie quarterback, more players uh, they used than any team in the league. Now he will become a front runner 
with Harbaugh for jobs. Uh, I think he's going to New England. I, I think do too. It, I think yep. it's kind of uh, this. This might have been a favor for Mike Vrabel, but that's crazy. You look at the state of the uh, AFC South right now. Tennessee's in a rebuild. They were going to be in a rebuild with or without Mike Vrabel. And they may not hire the right guy. They're certainly not going to get somebody as good as Vrabel. Jacksonville's on a treadmill, and Peterson's the Colts, on the hot seat. Colts, I mean, they had a good year. They don't know about it. Their quarterback, they don't know about Anthony Richardson and whether or not he can stay healthy. Uh, this is, I mean, we know this already. What a brutal industry. But the second thing that comes to mind immediately is how good a job is that even, the Tennessee job? Well, Rand Cawthorn was the new general manager, and there was a report up there yesterday that Vrabel had asked for somebody to be over he and Cawthorn. Mm-hmm. And if that's the case, then they'd had a lot of differences. But John Robinson, who was fired in the middle of last year, the GM, he's the one traded A.J. Brown, drafted a lot of these guys that haven't panned out, especially in the first round. So they're kind of in shambles talent-wise and probably going to lose Derrick Henry. And uh, But, boy, that, to me, that's even though it's been rumored, it's still shocking that they would fire Mike Vrabel. John, we appreciate you. Thank, Thank you guys very much. very much, as always. All right, there you go. Uh, Mike Vrabel fired if you're just uh, tuning in in Tennessee. Coming up, the guy, a.k.a. him, around here, the fall guy within the division, another fall guy, uh, apparently, uh, and how Houston is the starting point for the biggest upcoming drama. The hits are lit next. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents in the loop with John Lopez and Landry Locker. The hits are lit and guys are getting hit around the AFC South here on In the Loop Sports Radio 610. Playing all the hits. These are the hot stories of the day. You're listening to In the Loop with Houston's sports leader, Sports Radio 610. All right, so Mike Vrabel's been fired in Tennessee. The Jags, I think they fired every every member of their coaching staff. They just fired some position coaches. They fired the entire defensive staff so the two teams that have been the best teams in the division the last few years i I, I don't know if the jags are in complete turmoil they do seem to be on like a a treadmill of trying to take the next step that is wild uh the mike vrabel thing i i I, i'm assuming that he's gonna have a job like next week yeah and we kind of know where don't we belichick's gonna be the next domino to fall I, I, i think that's absolutely it i could see Look, we, we heard uh, Nick Casario on Payne and Pendergast this morning, and we'll get to that here in a little bit. But I could see Vrabel there. I could see Derrick Henry going to New England. Uh, and certainly, you know, Bel- that would mean that Belichick is out. Uh, that, that has to be the case. Uh, but what a what a shock uh, for him. To, he was coach of the year year before last. Coach of the year in the NFL. Yeah, and I thought he – I think, you know, his teams always fight. They it probably made the best sense, to be honest, because they can't rebuild with him. Well, I'm glad he's out of the because division. He, yeah, I'm yeah. glad he's out. Yeah. It'd be, impo- out. it'd be impossible to rebuild with him because he always wins games. Now, Bobby Slowick, he's getting Great interviews point. with Carolina and Washington. What if Amy Adams stank decides she wants to stick it to the Texans even more and she all of a sudden obsesses over the possibility of taking Bobby Slowick from the Houston Texans and defending her honor. I would not be surprised. I actually would not be surprised if a, a factor, not the factor, but a factor in Vrabel's uh, ouster was losing twice to the Texans and giving them the division title. What do you mean? I wouldn't put Pat that as being a factor for Amy Adams. 
She's a, a weird one, man, and she's a petty one. I wouldn't be surprised if she wanted them to lose that last game. Well, yeah. She yeah, probably wanted them yeah. to lose that last game against the Not Jets. Not only did they get swept by the Texans, they gave the Texans a division title by winning. You know what they're saying in Cleveland right now? What's that? And, and by they, I mean King Carmen. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. He's got the uh, pulse of the people. He's saying they should bring Vrabel to Columbus. Hey, I was thinking the same thing. Oh, my god! I was thinking the same thing, man. Because he would be awesome. It, like, they, they should fire Ryan Day and bring Mike Vrabel to Columbus. Oh, my God. I'm 100% he was down he with that. that. He bleeds that ish. He, he, might yes. bleed that, he might bleed that more than Patriots. Big time. Yeah, he's an Ohio State yeah. meathead. Oh, my gosh. That's actually a terrific I'm down with idea. that. Yeah, yeah. It's a terrific. He could coach there for 12, 15 years. Yeah, do his thing. <laughs> NIL, all that. Just give him a blank check. Players coach. But does he want that life? I, the Patriots is going to be interesting. Like the, the, like in the big scheme of things, it is New England. It is home. It is glorious. It is all that. But is it really that much different than the situation Tennessee's in right now? You're in New England? No, not at all. Not at all. I mean, they, they're in they're in a mess. They're they're an absolute mess right now. C.J. Stroud, he's a Buckeye. Uh, he's going to be taking on Joe Flacco and the Cleveland Browns, 3.30 on Saturday. Uh, he was on the Pat McAfee show yesterday, uh, and he was asked about that gene, that winning gene. Here was what the quarterback of your Houston Texans had to say about that. I think the statement of uh, winners, win, winners win and losers lose, I think that's real. And in my career, I won a lot of games, and my teammates have as well. Um, I just think we needed winners in the in the building. So uh, once we got that going and started getting a rhythm for each other, it took a while, but, you know, football is not an overnight thing. It takes a minute. So once we got our rhythm, we started looking good, and now we're here. Winners win, losers lose. I think there's a lot to that. It's it's a cliche. Winners win, losers lose. Like there's no question that the the people in that locker room are a big factor in their success. Not just the fact that they win. Thanks, John. I'm talking about the type of person, like the types of people. The people in that locker room. They're they're What's the wrong reason. With that? I don't understand what what would be a eye roll about that. Guys in the locker room are a big reason why they're getting dubs. Yeah. What's wrong with that? Huh? Nothing. <laughs> I, like from D'Amico, I mean, it's culture is basically what we're saying. Yeah. Yeah, basically what Hit we're saying again. is culture. Hit again. Yeah. There you go. I, I, I stand by it. Hit it as many times as you want. Just one day at a time, right? No, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. Stack up good days? Yeah. Yeah. Control what we can control? I'm not talking about any of that. Keep the main thing the main thing? One day at a time? Yeah. Got to crawl before you walk? Yeah. Process over results. Mm-hmm. Only difference situational is, football. Only difference is I'm not talking about any of that. I'm talking about the type of person. One inch that, at a time. That is in there. One inch. <laughs> the types of people that are in there. Here's C.J. Stroud. Here is the locker room. He he just brought up the locker room. Right, Maybe he's going to co-sign what you say. We'll ring see. The bell for him. We'll see. Yeah. He was asked. Let, don't hit it yet, Figgy. Don't <laughs> jump off sides. Don't let me tonsil me. Let me get this off. Okay. Let me get the playoff. He was asked if this is like a college locker room. I don't I don't know. I don't think CJ is going to go cliche. Do you think he's going to go cliche? Yes. Yes. You do? Yes. Okay. Here's CJ Stroud talking about the similarities between his college locker room and this locker room. Don't let me down, CJ. Don't cliche. 
100%. Like, we're all really close. Uh, we all hang out pretty much. Um, of course, the younger guys, like Match and Tank, are probably two of my best friends on the team. And we all have a group text where we text each other funny things and all type of stuff. So um, it's, it's been a really a tight new grip, tight uh, knit group. And I think that's like the best teams I've been on has been the tightest teams, like the closest team. Absolutely, because you're playing for each other. McAfee went cliche. CJ did not. Did you hear him? CJ said exactly what I just said. Nah, why don't you why don't you roll nah, your eyes? Hell no. Why don't you roll your eyes at what's hey. like basically close knit, hang out, uh, tight knit, all that stuff. You're not rolling your eyes at CJ. By the way, that's a double standard. By in the my way, book. did you hear him talk? <laughs> did you hear him talking about uh, him, Tank, and uh, John Mechie are are all really good friends? Mm-hmm. CJ talking about that, and, mm -hmm. they, and they they text funny things to each other. Yeah. I actually, uh, Figgy, I don't know how he gets it. He's always on the scene. He's always digging stuff up. Mm -hmm. He showed me uh, the the funny thing that they sent in, the, in their last group text. Oh, he showed it to you? Yeah, Mechie, Tank, and uh, CJ. Don't know how Figgy dug it up. Man, he's good. It was a screenshot of Mechie's stats this year. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Bobby Slowick. He's getting interviews. He's got an interview in Carolina. He's got an interview in Washington. How about that? Bobby Slowick, very popular guy mm -hmm. in high demand. This is a good thing. You want to, you're going to have to, like the San Francisco's can lose assistance and not miss a beat. Uh, Philadelphia right now, they seem to be struggling with, with said thing. Mm -hmm. But this is going to happen. If, you, if you're putting together a good, good organization, good staff, this stuff should happen. It's the winning tax. You know, there's a winning tax. That's the tax you pay. You know, like in fishing, we say, you know, you got to pay the tax man whenever you're fishing and you're wade fishing and there's a shark that swims by. Well, you that's just the tax you pay. What does when, that mean that he just uh... like, you know, when you're wade fishing sometimes, not always, but uh, occasionally you'll see a shark because you got fish on your stringer or whatever, or they see the fish that you're catching. A shark will come by. How much uh, well, how much are fishing taxes? There's no fishing tax. What about for your license? Oh, well, yeah, that's different. Uh, it depends on what you're getting. Probably about fifty something dollars. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah. Okay. But that's a winning tax. Okay. When you get guys like Bobby Slow getting interviews. Uh, Nick Casario, I, I guess he was in some rumors. We really didn't pay him much mind because it was Jason Lock and Fora. And, and let's be honest, if if you're paying attention to Jason Lock and Fora reports, uh, you're either brand new, you're out of touch, or you're just stirring the pot to stir the pot. I don't know when the last time he was right about the Texans was. Uh, and Nick Casario was asked about it. Props to Seth Payne for asking this. Uh, here was Nick Casario's response on him potentially leaving. Yeah, I'm going to try to like hold my tongue here a little bit, but this time of year, there's a lot of things that are said. Anybody that makes a jackass statement that they either know me or trust me, you can rely on this information, honestly, is totally off base. Respectfully, I know there's a lot of reporters out there that think they have information, but those that really know me know how I operate and what I'm about. Other than, you know, 610 Sports Radio, I'm not really a big media person. I keep it to myself. I just try to show up, try to do my job, try to support the people that I'm with on a day-to-day -day basis and not worry about some offhanded statements that are made out of left field that, quite frankly, have zero validity. I'm excited about where our team is, understanding we have plenty of work that's in front of us. I've loved every second of the opportunity to work with D'Amico. I'm just going to focus on the things that I can control, which is doing the best I can for the Houston Texans organization for as long as ownership provides the opportunity. Whoever these reporters are that make these, you know, ridiculous statements, you know, maybe you want to talk to me about it first before you put some information out there that has actually zero basis. Nick Casario, Texans GM, joining us on the show. Nick, you okay on time right now? 
I thought this was very important and, and enlightening. Uh, I, I really did. You like, did? Yeah, that was about as direct an answer as you've ever heard from Nick Casario. Ever. Like, like you, he couldn't be more direct. And we give him a hard time about the word salad and kind of saying a lot of things. Uh, he's doing his no, thing. He was direct thing. And, 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 and very, you did know. Did he know Vrabel was getting no salad right though? there. there did, he, did, no he know salad. That he could, did he know that he could join Vrabel in New England yet, though? Uh, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. No. No, no, I'm asking. Like, did he know Mike Vrabel was going to be, maybe be the I'll New England coach? I bet he did, actually. He probably did. No, that was, that was very enlightening because what it tells you is from a year ago when we didn't know. We didn't know if he was happy here. We didn't know what his relationship would be like with the next head coach, ultimately uh, D'Amico Ryans. He looks. He sounded like, dude, I am happy here, and I and I got it going on. Like everything. He all, should be happy yeah, here. All, all the work he's done is starting to pay off. They got the cap space. They got the quarterback. They got the trade that's done with Will Anderson. Why? I thought that was really, really good. Jacksonville, they, they fired their entire defensive staff. Uh, here's Ian Rappaport on the latest in Jacksonville, and, and they fired a few more assistants today. Here's Ian Rapp with that report on NFL Network. Big changes for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Sources say they have fired defensive coordinator Mike Caldwell and his entire staff. You, know, you look at the way the Jacksonville Jaguars really struggled down the stretch. Obviously, there were issues with Trevor Lawrence with his injuries. The offense not quite functioning like it did, but clearly the malfunctions on the defensive side of the ball really stood out through the entire year. And this is an organization that has plenty, plenty of talent on the defensive side. This is a Bill O'Brien move. It's kicking the can down the road. It's self-preservation. Fall guy, man. Survival. Fall guy. Uh, the, the, the things are starting to unravel again all of a sudden in Jacksonville. Get you a fall guy. Yeah. Uh, national championship yesterday. Uh, Michigan ends up winning 34-13. Uh, to 13. Got, got close late. Uh, got close, but Michigan ends up winning 34-13. to 13. John Lopez was there. Set the scene for the people. Well, uh, I've got a confession that I'm going to get to. Did you to buy those tickets? In about, uh, I got those tickets. No, no, I'm asking. Did you I buy got, them? I got those did, tickets. I'm, okay. Yeah, you didn't buy those. I got those tickets. No, you did not buy those. I went to Ticketmaster and got those tickets. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, someone transferred them to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Was it Mattress Mac? No, 100% not. Hundred percent not mattress. Okay, one hundred. Those were mattress Mac tickets. No, they well, they were damn good seats. Man. Yeah, yeah. Those uh, were a few gur. They were a few gur. Those were a few gur. They Don't were, think I didn't look. They were a few gur. Forty nine hundred even into the first quarter. Oh my god. Yeah, into the first quarter. Mm-hmm. So yeah, okay. It was look. It was an unbelievable. It was an unbelievable. I'm not gonna apologize for for knowing people. Uh, the atmosphere. Yeah. Actually had me thinking about the Texans. Okay. It really did. Like, that was loud in RG. It's, it's Michigan. Like, well, but it's, it's, it's rabid fans. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it was loud, loud, loud. Yeah. Uh, it was electric. And I haven't seen that in there in a while. What was long. face value? I don't, I didn't no, look. No, there was no face value? I didn't look. On yeah. the transfer? Okay. <laughs> I didn't look. I didn't look. Um, it got me thinking about the Texans. I think we're going to, we're going to get, Something like that on Saturday. Okay, I hope so. I, I really do. Now, as far as so. as far as the the game, uh, clearly the storm pe- came through, so the, the tailgating was shut down. But everything, Houston came off looking great. Yeah, they handled like, those like, events big. Absolutely great. But there is one confession that I'll get to in about twenty five minutes. Yeah, we'll get to that in a little bit. We'll hear from Jim Harbaugh. He was a little bit crazy. We'll hear from him. Landry Locker, Spike Lee, Figgy Fig, with you here on Houston Sports Leader Sports Radio six ten. Although Spike Lee might get worse seats. Uh, coming up next, 
Hardo D'Amico. I love this mindset from D'Amico Ryans. You will, too. We'll talk about that. We'll give you the update on what's going on at practice, and we'll continue to get ready for playoffs Saturday. In the Loop continues next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.